Welcome to the Soulful Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Calwart, and this is a space to reconnect to God's truth for your life so you can spiritually fill up and face the demands of each day on His firm foundation. I'm so thankful that you're on this journey with me and pray that today's episode really encourages you. Hello, welcome back. So for today's episode, it's just going to be free form. I don't even have notes in front of me. I'm just kind of winging it uh, because I wanted this to be just a casual discussion and overall life update. I haven't done one of these since I rebranded the entire podcast and really dedicated this platform to exposing the deception of the new age and just kind of giving you guys an update of where I'm at in my own journey along with other personal and health related things. Uh, I am a fairly private person. So Though I have a social media presence, I've actually been taking a step back from social media because I'm uh, not feeling that same motivation that I was before to just share all the things. Also, I'm in this transition period where there are projects that I want to uh, complete and different ideas I have because I see a huge gap in the market, especially when it comes to caring for your nervous system with a non-New Age approach. As you know, and as I've been sharing all of these episodes, the New Age deception is everywhere and it especially creeps into uh, the health and wellness Uh, industry, the holistic health segment, uh, along with and especially nervous system health and healing, caring for your adrenals, because people often will tie in practices like, you know, Eastern meditation, Reiki, crystals, sound healing, conscious breath work, uh, tarot cards, psychedelics, manifestation, hypnosis, all of these modalities into different protocols. So though they may be science-based, they could even be practitioners themselves or a functional doctor. A lot of times they're recommending these things to their clients, not realizing that they are spiritual open doors, uh, again, for the enemy to come into your life. And so I'm just very passionate about this because I believe that as believers, as it says in the word, we have to take care of our temple mind, body, and spirit. And there are so many different strategies that we can use to care for our nervous system and our physical well-being to help prevent autoimmune conditions and different degenerative diseases down the line, along with, of course, anxiety and depression and different mental health disorders that many are struggling with along with burnout. So there's so many different strategies that we can use that have nothing to do with the new age and or alternative spirituality. So this is something that I'm, of course, very passionate about because of my own past and overcoming chronic disease, continuing to heal my own physical body, uh, continuing to incorporate nervous system healing practices and biohacks in my daily routine that, again, have nothing to do with the new age uh, and using really a biblical approach to heal. And so this is something that I would love to share more on and what I'm doing and how others can incorporate these practices into their own routine. So definitely stay tuned for that because I believe that, again, there's just a huge gap in the market for it. Uh, And then 
I have been really working on my own physical health and, of course, my entire journey over the course of the last over 15 years now has been on essentially self-healing and uh, researching and learning how I can optimize my body after dealing with a lot of chronic health conditions. If you don't know my background, dealing with Bell's palsy, facial paralysis twice, and Lyme disease, and breast implant illness, and mold illness, and different autoimmune conditions, chronic pain uh, that have been just a burden on my life and something that I know God doesn't want for my life. I know that I um, can really step into the fullness of what of what he's placed me here to do when I have full vitality in my body and my mind. And it truly is his will for each and every one of us. But of course, we have an enemy who is constantly coming against us, trying to uh, tear us down any way he can, whether it's mentally, emotionally, or in my case, physically. And I see this with a lot of believers dealing with different health conditions. And I really believe that a lot of it is spiritual warfare, along with the fact that, of course, we just live in a time and an era where there are so many toxins around us, and it is really our responsibility to educate ourselves on natural detox protocols and how to care for our bodies and how to prevent a lot of these things from arising in the future as well. So I have been working on my physical health. I have been doing a gut healing protocol. I have been working um, with a nutritionist, clinical nutritionist, and using both of these strategies, food as medicine, along with the gut healing protocol and different supplements to really bring my body back into a state of balance uh, after postpartum, after I had a miscarriage last year, really just trying to optimize my health and well-being as much as I can. So I've been really diligent about this with my supplements, the food I'm eating, I've always eaten a very clean diet, but I have, of course, after going through pregnancy, postpartum, breastfeeding, I became more laxed during that time, and I was eating uh, dairy, sometimes gluten, and not really paying attention as much to if the fruit was organic and those types of things. So I've really dialed that in again, cut out absolutely all the gluten, uh, cut out all dairy, except for I'm having some raw dairy, just a very small amount each week, uh, and focusing on high quality protein, really upping my uh, red meat intake actually, and butter and pasture-raised eggs, and all of those really nutrient-dense superfoods, right? Uh, Lots of fruit and vegetables that are low oxalate. That's like an entire another discussion. Um, But if you're having chronic pain, joint issues, uh, urinary frequency, pain, etc. Check out the low oxalate diet. There's a lot of information on it that I didn't realize these superfoods that I had been eating, especially postpartum, trying to up my milk supply, were actually contributing to a lot of health issues that I began to experience. Uh, so, for example, sweet potatoes, spinach, dark chocolate, nuts and seeds, uh, a lot of grains, definitely gluten beets and uh, a lot of leafy greens, white potatoes, 
These foods are all extremely high in oxalate, and a lot of people are experiencing oxalate poisoning without realizing it, thinking that they're eating these really healthy, diverse diets, when in reality with all these plant foods, not realizing these plant compounds have defense mechanisms just like anything else, whether it's lectins or the, the high oxalates, and they actually over time build up in your tissues your body cannot detox them, and so you start dealing with a lot of chronic issues that ultimately are stemming from, of course, the foods you're eating, even when you're eating, again, a really healthy diet. So I'm going low oxalate, low histamine, just focusing on whole foods only, and it's only been a couple of weeks, but honestly, I'm feeling a difference already in my symptoms and feeling more energy. So I'm feeling really good. And then, of course, the gut healing, taking creatine and L-glutamine and monolaurin and several others to help balance my gut microbiome to ensure that I don't have an overgrowth of bad bacteria, yeast, which is really common, especially if you have a lot of sugar cravings. And so I went through a little bit of that die-off period, but I'm, again, feeling better now. It's been a couple of weeks, um, and I'm ensuring that I'm keeping my detox pathways open, so doing a lot of rigorous workouts to the point where I'm sweating. It's not enough to just sit in a sauna to really activate the detox pathways to especially help get out mold toxins, uh, you want to ensure that you're doing that through a vigorous workout. So for me, it's the spin bike. Doing that 25 minutes on the spin bike, I am really sweating. And so I feel really good afterwards and I'm going for it. So that's my only high intense workout right now. And then right after Christmas, we actually got a bunch of home gym equipment off Facebook Marketplace. So I am lifting weights, like lifting heavy weights for the first time in a really long time, doing deep squats and rows. We got a row machine. That's great. And deadlifts. And then we got some bigger barbells. So I'm lifting heavy. That feels really good. It's a great way to increase growth hormone. And of course, for women, it's important because there are studies correlating lifting weights to decreasing osteoporosis, for example, later in life. So I think a lot of women, they shy away from lifting weights, but it's something that I've really just seen in the research is so beneficial for hormones and for overall healing and of course metabolism. So lifting heavy has been great and it's a slower type of movement as well. So it's not exhaustive on your nervous system. And then I have also, besides the healing and focusing on my diet, have really just been diving into the word, continuing to read scripture every single day, continuing to listen to praise and worship music, continuing to go to church on Sunday. So there's two churches I go to. What we'll do is wake up Sunday morning at 9 a.m. and watch the service online for Res Life in Granville, because that's like a 40 ish minute drive from where we are. So we'll watch that online and then we will leave at 1030 and go to the 11 o'clock service at our local church here in Lowell. So that's been great to uh, just fill Sunday morning with the presence of God to kickstart the week off feeling uplifted and inspired to be surrounded by community and other believers who are just on fire for Christ. It is just incredibly encouraging, especially Especially, you know, coming out of the new age, really losing my entire identity in uh, my business and everything I was doing. And 
beginning to establish a new identity in Christ. And so being surrounded by like-minded people who are on the same path, it's just truly so important. And it's been really integral within my own journey. And Speaking of my business stuff, I actually have an entirely new website, which I just launched this past weekend, uh, and I wanted to completely rebrand everything because my old website had a lot of old content regarding breathwork and meditation and kind of that alternative spirituality mixed in. And I wanted to ensure that when people landed on my page, that it was very clear I did not participate or teach or facilitate any of that work whatsoever. And so I completely redid my website with my web developer, and I love the way it turned out. It's so fun. Um, So that was really great. I'm going to be, again, creating new offerings and launching it through that site, and then I also had, speaking of websites, my social media. So my old Facebook page that was Sam Calawart with the healing space, all on breathwork and back in the day, Reiki, all of those things. I had quite a few followers on that Facebook page, a couple thousand, and I deactivated it in the spring. So I deactivated it. I thought I had deleted it and didn't think twice about it. And then a couple months later, I installed this new software on my computer and uh, they needed access to my new Facebook page for some reason. So I was giving them access to that. And then the next day I received all of these alerts from my old Facebook page that someone had hacked it and they actually somehow reactivated it. So I, again, thought I deleted it. I didn't. I had just deactivated it. They reactivated it, some scammer, and then uh, tried to run a bunch of scams on it with my ads manager. And thankfully, I didn't have any active cards connected to that. So they were unable to do so. And right away, Facebook flagged it. But in the meantime, now that page is active again. And it is nearly impossible to get a hold of Facebook support. I hate Facebook. I don't use Facebook. I only uh, created a new profile so that I could, again, download that software that I thought I was going to be using. And then lo and behold, I get hacked in the process of trying to do that. Um, So that page is up. I've been trying to get a hold of Facebook support. It's been ongoing now for four and a half months and so far no success. Someone finally told me, just forget about it. This happens all the time and you'll never recover that old business page, um, which is really frustrating because I really wanted no trace of me connected to breathwork online. So now people within the area, they can search breathwork Grand Rapids, for example, and then that Facebook page could be pulled up showing that I'm still uh, teaching breathwork in this area, which of course I'm not. Um, so yeah, frustrating to say the least. I would love to just have that page completely deleted. But I will continue to pray on that one uh, because, goodness, I'm going to need some help. And I've been considering uploading my solo episodes. So these episodes, actually recording them at the same time with my camera and uploading the solo episodes to YouTube as well. So it's really interesting that 
on my YouTube channel, I only had like a couple hundred followers, uh, but the videos that I've been uploading have been getting a lot of views, which is really cool. So I'm thinking of spending more time dedicated to my YouTube channel and to the people there, the community there, because I just get so many incredible comments on the videos and it's just, it has more of a community feel versus the podcast, which is really interesting because the podcast is what I started out with. Uh, but again, YouTube seems to be a really great place for people who want to watch the video version and and as I mentioned, I love to read the comments on those videos. It's really cool to interact with people uh, regarding the New Age deception. And what's really interesting is that I have a lot of men that will comment on my videos and say things like, oh, going from one box to another, like going or going from one cult to another from this whole New Age to Jesus movement. I'll have men email me because they're concerned that I'm um, becoming a fundamentalist or something, uh, which is really interesting, or that you know I've taken it too far by completely omitting all of these alternative spiritual practices from my life. Many of them, of course, are still in the New Age themselves, um, and many of them haven't had a close encounter with the Holy Spirit, felt the presence of God, have clearly not felt the conviction about these different practices and the danger of participating in them. And uh, so I find myself with those people on there having to defend everything that I'm talking about with verses uh, or with different basic principles that come from the gospel, um, people discouraging me from sharing my testimony. And of course, that is the enemy. The enemy doesn't want us to share our testimony. The enemy wants us to stay silent. Uh, he doesn't want us to broadcast the fact that all of these new age practices are actually open doors for the enemy to come into your life. And so really interesting observation. Again, it's typically only men that make these comments. Uh, someone else, when I was talking about the evil eye charm, the pendant, said something like, uh, let people have their trinket and believe what they want to believe. Yeah, absolutely. People can believe whatever they want to believe. But the whole point with making these episodes, especially around particular areas, is to educate people as to what they're really getting themselves into, along with the fact to warn believers that we should have nothing to do with these items because they are clearly um, talked about in the Bible over and over again as uh, pagan and as occult practices that are only going to lead us down the wrong path, are only going to be spiritually dangerous. And I absolutely wish that, you know, five years ago, let's say, I had found episodes like this. I had found content like this, just exposing and going into the history of these practices um, along with the origin and who founded them and how they're being used and the true meaning behind them because really knowledge is power. And ultimately, I've always been a seeker of truth. And so when I can really get behind and educate myself in these practices. I'm passionate about sharing that information with other people because 
we all deserve to know and fully understand what we're getting into with anything in life, whether it's the food that we eat, the supplements or pills that we take, the relationships that we enter into, the books and content that we fill our mind with. We need to understand the implications that our actions and our choices really do have consequences, good, bad, or ugly. And so it's just so essential that we fully know, fully understand with what we are complying to in our lives. And so that's the whole point with these episodes and kind of exposing the history behind yoga, for example, because so many people will say, well, it's, it's just stretching. There's nothing wrong with stretching. Sure, there's nothing wrong with stretching, but when you look at the history, the origins, the meaning of each pose and the fact that it gives homage to a different Hindu god, that the word yoga means to yoke with these Hindu gods. And so as a Christian, when you begin to understand the meaning behind these words and a lot of these different Hindu words, uh along with the fact that kundalini yoga in particular, for example, is all about awakening the serpent at the base of your spine, right? So as a Christian, when you begin to understand these things, and I didn't when I first got into yoga, which is definitely a gateway, gateway drug for me into all these other modalities, it seems so innocent, like stretching and great exercise and stress relief. But then Again, this is how the enemy gets you. Once you begin to understand what's behind all of these practices, the meaning, the origin, uh, what's happening to you mentally and emotionally and spiritually when you participate in these practices, then you begin to set off the red flags and the alarm bells spiritually. And you have that discernment to say, hey, wait a minute. This is a spiritual practice. This is Hinduism, and I'm not a Hindu. And God says very clearly in his word that he is a jealous God and that we cannot participate in other false religions or pagan practices without consequence. And so, of course, and I did an entire episode on yoga in particular a couple months back called Yoga Exposed going into that and how uh, you cannot separate Hinduism from yoga because many people try to make that argument. You can't just listen to Christian music and do quote unquote Christian yoga and everything's okay. Uh, same with breathwork, which is a spiritual practice. You can't just lay down, alter your state of consciousness and then begin to have psychedelic visions. Uh, some people have really crazy physical experiences, out-of-body experiences. Uh, will, again, I've, I plan on doing an entire episode on this, everything I've witnessed within the breathwork industry, but go into what they thought was a past life, uh, have this crazy vision of what they think is hap going to happen in the future, almost like a they're channeling, right? Uh, or they're going paralyzed, body parts are becoming paralyzed, they're convulsing, they're passing out, all of these things. That is not the peace of Jesus. That is not biblical. That is not of God, right? And of course, as Christians, understanding these practices, understanding, okay, breathwork actually came from occultists 
who were really intertwined in Hinduism and Taoism and shamanism and all these other religions, that's where these practices came from as a way to uh, alter your state of consciousness, go into a higher dimension, reach your higher self along with, of course, yoga and all of the practices that we talk about. That has nothing to do with God of the Bible, with the Holy Spirit, with Jesus. And when we look at, okay, what did Jesus say living a life that glorifies him, right? He said, do not be conformed to this world. And a lot of people in the New Age, Christians and non-Christians alike, have a very uh, warped view of who Jesus is. And unfortunately, they're not in scripture, they're not reading their Bible. And so because of that, they're just, quote unquote, following their own heart. So there's a post I did um, weeks ago, and it talks about what the New Age Jesus uh, teaches versus what the Jesus of the Bible teaches. Because again, many people are following a false Jesus, not even realizing it. So for example, one big statement in the New Age is believe in yourself. So Jesus never said believe in yourself. He actually said, he said, believe in me. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes through the Father but me. John 14, 6 is one of my favorite verses, and it completely crumbles the belief in New Age that all paths lead to God. This one verse is very clear, and you can't cherry pick the Bible. It's all true. Uh, so the fact is, is that no one can come to the Father, which is God, except through a personal relationship with Jesus. Another statement you'll hear in the New Age is live your truth, right? It's all about finding your truth, living your truth. And in John 8, 32, Jesus said, I am the truth and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So it's not about living your version of the truth. It's about living for Jesus because he is the truth and he will set you free. And that's what I find so interesting about these men commenting on the videos like, oh, you're going from one cult to another, one box to another. They do not have a personal relationship with Jesus if they believe this, because when you are in Christ, you know true freedom. When I was in the new age, I was completely oppressed by these practices when my self-care practice was three, four hours long and I'm having to do this long list of uh, items each day just to live my truth and find my happiness and my purpose, yet becoming sicker and more lost by the year, even though I'm spending all this money going on retreats and workshops and working with facilitators and practitioners, something was off. I was spinning my wheels and I was completely oppressed, not even realizing it, to all of these practices. When I renounced them all, the chains broke off and I really felt that true freedom for the first time in my life. And you truly can't even put it into words, that sense of freedom that you have in Christ until you've experienced it yourself. The level of peace, the level of contentment that you feel, uh, the level of gratitude and thanksgiving, it's just like nothing other. 
The other statement you'll hear is be true to yourself, right? Once again, it's all about following your own truth. Everyone has their own truth. In Luke 9.23, Jesus said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. So not my will be done, but your will be done, Lord. Right, Going back to the Lord's Prayer, and I experienced that level of selflessness for the first time in my life after, again, renouncing all things New Age and completely dismantling my entire business that was built around new age practices that was my identity being a breathwork and meditation teacher it is what i knew for so long and so to completely dismantle that uh it was difficult but at the same time it was the easiest decision i had ever made to completely deny myself for the first time in my life not follow what i thought would be best for my life but instead following the guidance of the holy spirit following what Jesus really laid on my heart. And from that, once again, only came freedom and a sense of fulfillment that I couldn't truly understand. I realized that I had been spinning my wheels for so long, pushing out all of this content, feeling this a tremendous amount of pressure to be more and to do more with my business. It never ended. And all of that pressure and stress was coming from the enemy. It was like I was his factory worker and I was in a sweatshop. That's how it felt. And it was just like never enough. And it was incredibly exhausting. It completely burnt me out. And I experienced uh, truly PTSD from many different situations in the new age. And I'm very thankful that Jesus has healed those situations for me. He opened my eyes. He helped remove the scales from my eyes as to how those practices and the business were actually ruining me in so many different ways. And uh, it has been such a blessing just to completely let go of that and say, okay, God, what is it that you want to do with my life here? And uh, it's just been incredible to follow that guidance for the first time and again from it feel so much fulfillment but at the same time so much unexpected provision and blessing it's been absolutely amazing and then the last statement you hear all the time in new age is around following your heart so follow your heart self-love dogma, all of that, the I am affirmations, which you should never do an I am affirmation if you're a Christian. The only I am is the alpha, the omega, the one true God. Um, So that's something I do not include within my own practice. But Jesus said, follow me because the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Jeremiah 17, 9 through 10. And he's just reminding us that we can't trust our own feelings uh, because not only does the enemy come in to attack our mind, he will absolutely go after your feelings. And I feel that certain times in the month, I really need Uh, my devotions more. I really need to be in scripture more. Uh, I really need the presence of God more. And it typically is around my cycle. Maybe you can relate. It's just when hormones are surging, your emotions can get really out of whack and you really just need that steadiness and faithfulness and that rock of Jesus to 
humble you and to give you that sense of supernatural peace when you can't feel it on your own, especially when the enemy is trying to attack you with spiritual warfare. And so reminding myself that, hey, these feelings are fleeting and I can't trust them. Um, It's been really powerful just to go back to that and remind myself of that, that the enemy comes after my mind. He's going to try to make his lies sound like my thoughts. And so remembering that has been key, especially as I really dial in my hormones and my cycle each month. Also tracking my cycle has been huge. So I want to share more on this too, because as women, I think that this is something that we can easily not pay attention to, especially if we're not trying for children or trying to um, abstain from having children. If you're just kind of going about your life or you're on birth control, for example, it's easy to become very out of touch with those things, but really being fully in tune with your body physically has been tremendous on helping my spiritual health. And again, going back to those reminders as to, I can't trust these feelings right now. I need to only trust in God. And uh, so learning more about the character of Jesus is something that I've been just really hungry for. It's really helping me to understand myself more uh, and to form that intimate relationship with him as his daughter in Christ. And so that's something in these past couple months that's just been really powerful um, and something that you really can't put into words how amazing it is, like that love that you feel when it just fills up your heart and it's overflowing. Oh, it's just incredible. And then lastly, I've just been enjoying more time being present with my son. So, you know, really taking a step back from my business, everything I'm doing to be 100% certain on what it is I want to put out into the world next and really allowing God to sculpt my mind and my spirit this during this time to continue my spiritual disciplines through him and uh, continuing to follow his guidance, no longer feeling that pressure and this incredible amount of stress I used to feel in the new age around, again, having to do more constantly. And so being a mom to a two-year-old, if you have a toddler or a young child, you know how busy it is and how much attention they demand from you. He's at the point where he just gets bored so easily. And I think this is a boy thing too. It's like he constantly wants to be doing something next. So we've been going to the library a lot lately. We will go, I'll bring him to the mall. It's winter time here in Michigan. Just let him run around, um, go to the play cafe by our house and let him play with other kids. And so I've been just trying to continue to be really fully present with him. Uh, I know how important these first three years are for his development and reminding myself, I'm not going to get these years back. Like I think back to my own childhood and teenage years and how quickly I moved out of my home. I was actually really young. Um, Oh, geez, I think like 20 when I completely moved out and I was independent from my parents. And these first two years have already gone by like that. It's like a flash in the pan. And so I just want to be fully present for him. And that's been incredibly fulfilling. Like there is nothing more fulfilling 
than being a mother. And um, it's something that I love with my whole heart. And I see him as such a gift along with just timing and thanking God for his timing because he came at a point in my life where it gave me an excuse to begin to step away from different new age practices that I was done with. So for example, when I had my office and I was doing one-on-one sessions, I was doing Reiki and breathwork and meditation and some health coaching stuff. And I did this full time and uh, had a lot of clients, would see three, four people a day, uh, and I was busy. But when I found out I was pregnant, immediately I knew that God wanted me to shut down my business and go online or just go to a group work after my son was born. So I didn't know what that would look like, but it was uh, the first exit for me out of New Age from doing Reiki and having the crystals and doing the breath work with people. And I'm so thankful that, again, he came at the perfect time for me to start closing doors physically in my life, ending chapters and beginning new ones. And it truly was because of him that I started down this path of beginning to slowly shed away and renounce all things New Age from my life. And it's truly indescribable how thankful I am for him and his presence. And he's just been such a gift to uh, Tate, my husband, and I. And so as I continue through my healing and really focusing on the health of my physical body, using, again, homeopathy for optimizing my fertility, we would love to have another child to give Eastwood a sibling. So if that's in God's plan, that is something that we are actively uh, trying to pursue as well. And it's really humbled me, uh, especially because Eastwood was a surprise. So to now have this experience of actually trying and going through the TTC community and doing all the things right. And I just have a new sympathy and and empathy for women who uh, have been on their fertility journey for much longer than I have uh, and truly give them so much props because I understand how defeating it can feel. Uh, But it's also something that I've become really passionate about as well because there's so many natural protocols and tools that we can use to optimize fertility, not just for ourselves, but for our, our husbands as well. And so that's something that I want to share more on too uh, because I've learned so much and it's just so important especially with so many women experiencing infertility whether it's themselves or whether it's coming from their husband it's just on the rise and it's only going to continue a product that I would definitely recommend right off the bat I have several in my Instagram highlights on hormones if you're struggling with that Uh, is Shilajit for yourself and for your husband. So Shilajit is a black tar-like resin. It's an Ayurvedic superfood, but it's essentially really high in minerals, humic and fulvic acid. It's incredibly energizing and it supports your adrenals. I only need a very small amount. And a lot of times if I'm taking it, I won't do coffee that day or maybe I'll just do decaf. Like that's how much 
energy I feel from it. It's really mind-blowing. But for men, it can actually help improve both testosterone levels and sperm count, along with, for men, ashwagandha KSM 66. So I'll link both of the ones that I've been using for myself and Tate down in the show notes. Um, But again, if you want to learn more on that, follow along my Instagram. I have several highlights. The gut healing highlight, the hormone highlight, my links highlight with all the products that I use every single day. And really from doing so and optimizing fertility, you're of course optimizing whole body health. And again, it's only been a couple of weeks of really dialing everything in, but I'm already feeling such a difference in my energy levels and my clarity of mind and my cycle being really consistent for the first time since I was postpartum. So it's been incredible just to see tangibly that balance that's being created within my body from making these small uh, swaps in my regimen and in my lifestyle. So that is my update. Uh, I will be not going on a spring break this year. My husband and I love to go to Florida for a spring break. We had planned on going to Miami and then we at the last minute realized that plane tickets were going to be outrageous. They were like $3,000, $4,000 round trip from Michigan. And I think it's just because of the time of the year we tried going. So unfortunately, we don't want to drive 22 hours with a toddler. <laughs> um, so instead, we're just going to Chicago for a couple nights. And there's so many fun things to do in Chicago. I found you know, the Shedd Aquarium. Uh, there's the Children's Museum. There is the Lego world and this doodle camp, which looks really cool for kids. So we'll be doing all of those activities, family, fun, packed days. And in Chicago, being only three hours away, it's such a cool city. We haven't been there since 2016 after we got married. It was the summer. Uh, yeah, a couple of months after we got married, we went there with my brother and sister-in-law. We haven't been back since, which is mind-blowing. Uh, so I can't wait. I'm excited. I am a huge foodie, and they have incredible farm-to-table restaurants and cool cafes and shops. So we're looking forward to that and just having some time to, again, be fully present as a family. If you have children and you work full time, you know how the busyness of life can simply carry you away and all of a sudden you feel that sense of disconnection from your loved ones. So I'm excited just to spend time with our family, have a little getaway, even though I won't be on the beach looking at palm trees with my feet in the sand. I was very much looking forward to that, but we'll just have to wait until the airline tickets come down because I am not spending $3,500 to get to Florida. That's just insane. So that is my little life update. Uh, I thought it was definitely time that I filled you in on everything that I am doing because there is a lot happening behind the scenes, but mostly just focusing on motherhood and getting to know scripture more and more. It's something that for the first time in my life, I'm just really hungry for and it's just all clicking. Like I used to think the Bible was so boring and I definitely do not think that anymore. It's like truly captivating when you're reading it from the right mindset and with the guidance of the Holy Spirit. I truly believe that that makes all the difference. Uh, And 
I just hope that your year is off to a good start as well. If you enjoy these little life updates, maybe I need to do them more. So definitely let me know and then catch up with me on Instagram at Sam underscore Callower and stay tuned for new offerings and updates as well there soon. If you felt uplifted, encouraged, and supported by today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you could leave a five-star review on either Apple or Spotify. Your reviews help these messages reach more people that need to hear his truth. And if we're not already connected, you can find me on Instagram at Sam underscore Calor. I would love to say hi and hear from you in the DMs.